You're listening to a message from Gateway Church Geelong. We hope it blesses you. For more information about Gateway, visit gc.org.au. Well, good morning. It's good to be in the house of God. Amen. Amen. You know, growing up in our family, we were always a dog family, as in we always had dogs. So (laughs) just in case you're wondering what I... (laughs) We grew up always having dogs. (laughs) So I love dogs. (laughs) And my favourite dog was a poodle called Sam. So sorry if you don't like poodles, but that was definitely my favourite dog. But then when I met Murray, I discovered that he had a cat. So I had to transition from being familiar with dogs to suddenly understanding a cat. And I was really out of my depth to start off with, like, what do I do? And, you know, with a dog, you can rub its tummy and it's like, ha, 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 ha. But I went to rub the cat's tummy and it just kind of went to like scratch me and bite me. I'm like, ah, this is not normal. What's going on? And I found myself in an unfamiliar territory getting, having to get used to a cat. Now I love the cat and the cat's favourite place is to sit on my lap when I get home from work, where when I watch TV and he gets right up close and then he likes me to rub his neck. So we now have a good connection. But you know, when I think about the presence of God, I think about the fact That, you know, growing up in church, I was familiar with the presence of God because it was something that I had been a part of. It was part of my life because I'd grown up in church. But for some of us here this morning, we might be unfamiliar with the presence of God. We might be thinking we're in that place of transition. You know, what is the presence of God? What is it all about? Can I make it my favourite place to be in God's presence? And we can. We can this morning choose to allow the presence of God to be our favourite place. You know, when I think about the presence of God, I think of the many times God has come with his peace. He has brought his truth and his confidence for me to face the things that I've been going through. And I know, I know that I know that his presence has been my protection. I could tell you many a story, but I won't. When you think about God's presence, what comes to your mind? I know he is always with us, but it is encouraging when he reveals his presence to us. It amazes me that he loves being with us. It amazes me that he shows us that he loves us. So what does experiencing God's presence look like today? We know he is always with us. But there are times where he demonstrates the reality of his presence in our lives. And it could look like this. It can be at church, during the praise and worship, during the preaching of the word. It could be during the time of the altar call. It could be when we're at home, just doing those mundane chores of picking up after someone else, doing the dishes or putting out the bins. When suddenly God shows up. It can be while reading the Bible. Those moments when a scripture comes alive and speaks to you and brings encouragement. It can be out while walking on the rail trail or on the beach and your thoughts get interrupted by who he is and his beauty. It can be while out driving and listening to worship and the words of song speak into your situation. It can be sitting outside somewhere enjoying the sunshine or nature. 
It can be while having conversations with people when suddenly the atmosphere changes and you know God is in your midst. Can you identify with any of these moments? Or other similar moments you have experienced? Maybe you didn't even realise it was actually the presence of God. There are no set times or set places. And even though I know He is always with us, it is so encouraging when He reveals His presence to us. Isaiah 41.10 says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. God wants you to experience His personally, not just to know about Him, but to know Him. He is very interested in our lives. And you know what? The good news is your encounter with God is not based on your qualification, your capability or your title. The Bible talks about people like the tax collectors and the fishermen who had encountered had an encounter with Jesus and became his disciples. Yet there were other religious leaders, such as the Pharisees, the scribes, the teachers of the law, who completely missed who he was and what he wanted to be in their lives. God encounters are not dependent on whether your parents or your grandparents went to church. They don't depend on how long you have been with him or attending church or what title you hold or what degree you have and definitely, definitely not how good you have been. The reality of his presence is for each one of us. He is no respecter of persons. All, all can experience the reality of his presence. And if you haven't felt his presence then I encourage you to be open and expectant today. What does His presence feel like? For many of us, we have experienced it, and for many of us, there'll be different things. But it could feel like comfort. His presence can feel like power. His presence may feel like a peace and a joy that comes over you. You may feel a weightiness. You may feel warmth and tingling. It can feel like a deep sense of knowing something. It can also feel like strength to face difficult situations. God's presence can feel like something greater than yourself is at work in the situation you're going through. When you begin to sense God's presence, you may sense Him in different ways. However, God's presence is always peace, love and joy. His presence is never fear, His presence is never anxiety. His presence is never going to confine you or manipulate you or bring confusion. His presence is love, joy and peace. You know, I remember going to a meeting in my early 20s and when the the person was, was speaking, just being in that atmosphere and his presence just came and invaded my life. And it was just such a a great sense of his love. And I actually felt like I was like a cloud had enveloped me of God's love. That is the reality of his presence, which is for each one of us on a daily basis. How do I know God wants to reveal his presence? Because he's done it before. In the Bible, in church, in my life, and I'm sure in many of your lives today, 
How do I know God wants to reveal His presence? Because a moment in His presence can be pivotal in our lives. A moment in His presence can change the trajectory of our lives. What do I mean? An encounter with God can transform us and give us purpose and direction and identity like no other. You know, I was doing Bible college and one of the subjects I was doing had a, had a practical component, component which we had to organise ourselves. So, of course, I was like, oh, what do I do? Who do I do this with? Oh, you know, it's a bit overwhelming because, you know, I'm great at making decisions. So, anyway, I just need to tell you, this one time I sat next to, in church, the guy that was running Students for Christ, which was a Christian organisation in our unis in Adelaide. This was the one and only time that I ever sat next to him. And as I began to talk to him, you know when you know, God began to speak to me. And I just knew at that point, because of his presence and his truth, that he wanted me to work with this guy and help out and be that that practical element for my Bible college. And I did that. And it changed the trajectory of my life. There are multiple accounts of people who experienced God's presence in the Bible and how that experience changed the trajectory of their lives. Just look at Moses and the burning bush. When God encounters Moses and reveals his presence, he finds Moses in a very different place from where he grew up. He was born in Egypt to a Hebrew family, but he was brought up with a Pharaoh's daughter in a palace living in luxury, the Egyptian luxury. But in Exodus 3, you find Moses in the desert of Midian where he's been for 40 years and now he has his own family. And on this particular day, Moses is looking after his father-in-law's flock and he's led them to the back of the desert where he now finds him in his place called Horeb when suddenly he sees this sight. In Exodus 3, 2 to 3, it says this, Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go see it. So Moses turned to look. He looked at the burning bush. This was a common sight to see bushes burning, but the fact that it wasn't burning up, that was not common. Because you know what? We don't serve a common God. We serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords who is interested in every aspect of our lives. And He is creative and He will meet you where you need to be, where you're at. You know, God spoke to him and it changed the trajectory of Moses' life. God was calling him to lead the Israelites out of Egypt and into the land God had promised them. This was no small task. This was huge. And Moses said yes. This journey definitely had challenges and difficulties, but God was with Moses the whole way. What did Moses say to God in Exodus 33, 15 to 16? It says this, Then Moses said, If you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favourably on me, on me and your people? If you don't go with us, for your presence among us sets us apart from all the other people on the earth. 
imagine saying that prayer to God. We need you. We need your presence. You need to go with us. Otherwise, don't send us from here. How does this apply to us today? We can expect God to be on the journey on every aspect of our life. He is with us. You know, another example is David. He loved God's presence. You only need to read the Psalms to know much. He loved being in God's presence. You know, and as a teenager, he suddenly found himself anointed by Samuel to be king. And that changed the trajectory of his life. You know, David faced many ups and downs in his life, but he knew he needed the presence of God. And it sustained him over and over again. So many times God's joy filled his life and changed his outlook. David pivoted his life around the presence of God. In Psalm 1611, it says, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And then there's Obed-Edom, who we find in 2 Samuel. He was this ordinary man who had a family who found himself in a very unusual situation. David was moving the Ark of the Covenant, which contained the presence of God, back to the city of David. But something happened on the way, and one of his men died. So instead of continuing on, David decided to house it somewhere else. And in 2 Samuel 6, 10 to 11, it says this, So David would not move the Ark of the Lord with him into the city of David, but David took it aside into the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. And that's when Obed-Edom received a knock on the door. Imagine the scene. Obed-Edom is in his house. Maybe he's sitting at his desk working. His children may be out on the trampoline or on their iPads. I'm sure it would be their iPads. And he opens the door to find King David on his doorstep, wanting to house the ark of God in his home. You know, he opened the door to something he would have never expected. He opened the door to the presence of God. Now, he may have heard what had happened and he may be thinking, how is this going to impact my family? How long is this for? Can I say no to the king? I know what my children are like. If you tell them not to touch something, that's the very thing that they want to do. (laughs) Obed-Edom made the decision to keep the ark of God in his house. Obed-Edom was inviting the presence of God into his house He was opening the door to his home, to the presence of God, 24-7. No place is as private as your home and the rooms in which you live. Not everyone gets to see you as you are in your own home. There are things that we may not want others to see. The way our children behave. Maybe the way we speak to one another. Or the huge pile of laundry in the laundry room. When people come over, there are doors that we can close so that they don't look into those rooms. Obed-Edom knew this, but he still said yes to the presence of God, being in every corner and every room of his house and his personal life. How do you think you would respond if you were in that situation? Are there areas in our lives that we may not want God to see? Are there areas in our hearts that we would prefer to keep the door closed and hidden away? Maybe because it's too painful or maybe because we're not sure how God would respond. 
But let me encourage you, God sees anyway and still loves you so much. In fact, God wants to transform the hidden into something beautiful. His presence brings restoration. His presence does change our trajectory. His presence brings peace, not fear. And His presence brings freedom, not exposure. His presence is for you today. His presence is for you today. You can open your heart to Him and allow Him to come in and transform the hidden to something of beauty that only He can do. That pain can become peace in your life. That pain can become freedom in your heart. That pain can become freedom in your relationships with other people. You may still feel like you see a scar, but God can bring healing into every aspect of our hearts and our lives. I encourage you not to be fearful, but allow His peace, like we've heard about in the communion, to come and settle on your heart because He truly wants you to walk in freedom and restoration. Obed-Edom invited the Holy Spirit into every area of his life, the good and the bad, and we can do the same. His presence does bring peace and joy into our lives. His presence does bring restoration. And God desires that for our lives. He wants to be our ever-present help. He wants to be our joy and our peace. He wants to be with us. He wants us to invite him into our lives and in our hearts. You know, God blesses, blessed the house of Obed-Edom. And in 2 Samuel 6, 11, it says this, The ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, for three months. And the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. Obed-Edom's entire household was transformed by this. What did that mean for him? Experiencing firsthand the presence of God and that his presence is real. Here is what they may have experienced. Joy, peace and joy in the family. And every parent said? Profound wisdom. Their vegetation thriving. Intimacy with God. Confidence. Supernatural power. Hope and protection, just to name a few. His presence blessed them. It didn't make their family perfect. They still had their ups and downs, but they knew with confidence that they could go to God and he would show them how to live out this life, being a good family man, living his, with his family and knowing that God's power and presence was with him. For us today, if there is something we are struggling with, his presence offers strategies. If we are needing direction, his presence can offer a new trajectory, a new pathway. If we are busy and feeling stressed, his presence offers rest and peace. You know, the news of of God blessing Obed-Edom and his family reached the ears of King David. So he brought the ark of God back to the city of David with gladness. Psalm 34, 8 says this, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Obed-Edom knew this to be true, not just hearing about it through others, not just reading about it, but experiencing the presence of God for he and his family. As soon as he opened the door to the ark of God, it awakened his spirit to the things of God, a taste of who God was and what he could do in their life. The possibilities are endless with our God. 
It was by opening the door that he started to cultivate a hunger and desire for the presence of God like no other time in his life. And this is something that we can experience today. A hunger in our hearts for the presence of God. A hunger in our hearts for the truth of God in our lives. A hunger for God to be our favourite place to be in and visit and be with Him 24-7 because He's with us 24-7. The ark had been taken back to Jerusalem and Obed-Eden was left thinking, what do I do now? Do I just see this time as a great experience? Maybe it'll be a nice memory for years to come or do I do something about it? He knew he couldn't go back. The presence of God changed the trajectory of Obed-Eden's life. He had experienced his presence firsthand and the blessings of of God in his family. And now Obed-Eden pivoted his life around the presence of God. He opened the door to the presence of God and couldn't go back. Those three months changed his family's life, so much so that wherever God was, he wanted to be. So he put himself in a position where he could be close to God. Obed-Edom's response was exactly what God wanted, his desire to be with God. And that's what he desires with us this morning, for us to want to be with him because he loves and cares for us so much. Whatever jobs were going in connection with the ark of the Lord, he was there to fill the position. He became a part of the worship team, singing praise and worship to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He became a gatekeeper or doorkeeper, welcoming people into church. In Psalm 84.10, it says this, A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. You could imagine Obed-Edom declaring this over his life and his children's life. The house of the Lord is where we want to be. I love your presence. I want to be where you are. He became a treasurer for the ark of God. His presence, God entrusted him with his treasures. And God wants to entrust us with his treasures in our heart and our lives and for our family and our children and our children's children. There are things that he wants to reveal to us. There are things he has stored up for us and our family and this church. And he wants to continually take us on that road and that trajectory to see that unfold in our hearts and our lives. For us today, we've heard how God's presence encountered Moses, David and Obed-Edom and changed them. And that was their story. And you may be thinking, can God do the same for me? This is where I'm at right now. Can God change my story? Can I have a taste of His presence that changes the trajectory of my life? Can I experience the presence of God in a real way? And the answer is yes. If you are struggling with this, let me encourage you to be open to Holy Spirit, showing you what God has for you. Remember, His presence never brings fear confusion or anxiety his presence is for you this is not what David had originally planned on that day on that day he had expected the ark of God to go back to the city but the ark then found itself in a temporary home a temporary arrangement it wasn't planned out it just happened 
But God is never taken by surprise. So He knew exactly what was going on. For us today, His presence in our lives is not a temporary arrangement. He is with us always. His presence in our lives is not an afterthought. He is the creator of the universe who desires a relationship with each one of us. God creates those moments to change the trajectory of our lives. God desires to be with us and He wants us to desire to be with Him and long to be with Him. All we need to do is be open to Him. Open our hearts and our lives to Him and what He is wanting to do. You know, Obed-Edom opened his home to the presence of God and it changed his life forever. The presence of God changed him and his family and the trajectory of where they were going. And he pivoted his life around the presence of God. And the presence of God can change our trajectory. His desire to pour out his presence in our lives is for us today. And what he's wanting us to do is just respond to him and desire to be with him. So I just want to take this opportunity for us to all stand in His presence. And we're going to play this song. And what I want you to do is I want you to be like Obed-Edom and just open the door, open your heart. You may want to raise your hands. You may want to sing along. You may want to just pray in tongues. But I want to encourage you this morning that His presence is here for each one of us. His presence is here to touch and minister to you. And if you know if there's been areas in your heart that you've withheld from God, let me encourage you not to be fearful, but to be open to freedom and restoration in your heart and your life. I'm just going to pray as this song starts. Lord God, we're just open to you right now. We choose in this moment to create a space to be open to you, your presence and what you want to say to us. Lord God, we know that you're here. We know that your presence is real. We pray that that message was a blessing to you. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, first of all, congratulations. We think that that is incredible. And secondly, if you go to gc.org.au forward slash first steps, our team has put together some resources as well as there's some information there for how you can get in contact with one of our pastors because we'd love to encourage you and connect you into the life of the church.